Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. And my question for you today, are you feeling judged? This episode is all about judgment and I'm going to be sharing a alternative perspective to judgment that hopefully will help you move through it with grace, recognize it, and really feel a bit more in control of the way that you're feeling judged in your life. Um, And it's not going to be one way in your life that you feel judged forever. It's always going to be a revolving door of different judgments and different layers coming up. So we're going to talk about that and talk about how to really take this and move forward with it so that it can be a helpful process for you to release judgments of other people on your life. Because let's be real, judgment can feel paralyzing. When we feel like other people are judging what we're doing, Gosh, sometimes it's just easier to take no action at all. Am I right? But, 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 I believe we have big things to do in this world. I believe that about me. I believe that about you listening to this podcast. Um, And I believe that to be true about you listening to this podcast because if you pressed on a podcast called Living on Purpose and specifically on an episode about judgments, That tells me you're committed to doing the work. That tells me you already know you have big things to do and say and be in this world and that you're committed to it. So I feel confident saying we have big things to do and we cannot have judgment stopping us from doing that. So before we get into today's episode, welcome back to any returning listeners. Welcome, welcome to any new listeners. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore, and I'm fairly active over there. So you can come say hello. Uh, Let me know how you found the podcast. It's always nice to hear from the podcast listeners. Okie dokie, let's get into this topic. And I kind of already started by saying that judgment can feel paralyzing. And it can really make us not want to feel like doing anything, right? We feel like we just really don't want to do anything because the risk of being judged is so great that it's a lot better option sometimes in our mind to just stay cozy and comfortable and not be judged. But what's happening there, probably no surprise to you, is that that is the voice of our ego. And I want to touch on the voice of our ego here because I know um, whenever I talk about the ego, I often get questions of, well, what is the ego or is it really that bad? No, our ego is not bad, but our ego is trying to keep us safe. So we have to recognize what, like, how do we want to live our life? Do we want to live our lives based in a perspective and a voice that's trying to keep us safe, or we also have this other voice, our greatest self. Um, There's many different terms, many different ways you can refer to this other self. Um, But for the sake of this episode today, we're going to talk about ego and our greatest self. And our ego is trying to keep us alive and safe. And that is a really important, helpful job. That's the part of our brain that's like, 
there's a lion behind you, get out of here. It's the part of our brain that really um, takes inventory of the world around us and takes inventory of our skills and abilities and goes, okay, this is going to be an acceptable plan of action for you because based on your scenario, based on your skill set, you can handle this scenario. But this scenario, mm -mm, that one's too risky, too dangerous for you. Our ego doesn't take into account the fact that we can learn and build and grow more skills. It takes into account where we are at right now. So it's doing a very important job But personally, that's not the voice that I want driving my car. And when I say driving my car, I really love this analogy of my ego, my greatest self are driving the car of my life. And this car is going to like all the important stops. I've already been to Disneyland, Disney World. (laughs) We're going everywhere. And I have these two voices, these two beings, if you will, inside my car. And they are deciding where we're going. My ego and my greatest self. If my ego wants to keep me safe, we're probably not going on really big, bold, life-changing adventures. Maybe we'll, I live on an island, so maybe we'll kind of putz around the island. There's loads to see here. I can have a great time listening to my ego keeping safe, but I'm not going to experience the mainland. I'm not going to experience the rest of the country. I'm not going to experience the rest of North America. I'm not going to experience the rest of the world if my ego is saying you need to stay on this island to stay safe. So that's just a tangible example. Um, my ego has not told me I need to stay on the island to be safe, but it is quite a big island. Um, but that's just a example that I hope you can see these two kind of entities inside of this car driving which voice is in the driver's seat actually turning the wheel and which voice do we want in the passenger seat advising the driver. For me, I want my ego advising my driver. Yeah, I want my ego to say, whoa, whoa, greatest self, I know you're really excited about this amazing opportunity on the mainland and it's going to be loads of fun. But if you take the boat this way, you're going to go through shark territory. So mm, maybe don't. Like, yeah, I want to have my ego advising my greatest self in situations like that. But I don't want my ego to have the hands on the wheel. That's where I want my greatest self to be. My highest self is also another term that people use. And so my greatest self is the voice of endless possibility, endless opportunity. Like there is no limit on what I'm able to achieve or do. My greatest self has already done it all and will already do it all again. And it's this opportunity for me to match up with that version of me, for me to feel the most authentic, to remember who I was before other people told me who to be, to do what's really calling on my heart and to really embrace the true, true version of me, kind of my soul or spirit level, rather than the ways and learnings that I've had since being born into this world. So it's melding these two pieces together, kind of more of our spiritual aspects of our greatest self and our very human needs of our ego, bringing them both together and being intentional about who is driving. When we're feeling judged, that's when we really need to go, okay, who's driving here? And it's probably our ego that's driving when we're feeling judged. 
So it's not like we decide who's driving one time and then they've got the wheel for the rest of our lives. It's always in fluctuation. And that's why being aware of it and hopefully this kind of analogy is making sense for you so that you're able to recognize more often who's driving your seat. When you feel judged, it's probably not your greatest self. I don't think ever, (laughs) to be honest. I feel like I can boldly say that um, black and white statement. It's going to be your ego. And now here's a really cold, hard truth that I find refreshing and remind myself of, but it can also sting. So brace yourself a little. People are judging you for so many things all the time, but you only feel hurt by the things that are acting on a wound you have. I'm going to say that again. People are judging you every single day for so many things. But the things that really hurt and get under your skin are when people judge you for things that get at a wound, that get at something you're already insecure or sensitive about, that get at an old place of hurt in your body. That's when other people's judgments hurt. That's when they can become paralyzing because we don't recognize that that judgment is hitting our wound. We don't recognize the power we have to shift through that and transmute that energy. And we allow our ego to keep driving, keeping us safe, going, well, then I must not pursue this opportunity. And it's time for me to be paralyzed and not move forward. It's harsh that people are constantly judging us, but that's a truth. I, I started getting really curious with judgments. It's actually been quite a long time. I found judgments really interesting. Like I think, I think it's almost a decade. I've been really fascinated by judgment. And I started noticing the, that like when I'm with a group of friends, and I'm definitely not excluded from this, when I'm with a group of friends, there's a lot of natural judgment that tends to come out. Like it seems like the way that we are forming our thoughts in society is to be judging other people. And now it makes a lot of sense that we would do that because that's a very comfortable place for us to be. That tells our ego, oh, I'm okay. I'm safe because that person, they have that problem, but not me. I'm over here and I'm safe. So it makes sense that we would judge other people. I'm going to get into why that's a big old trick in a bit here, but it makes sense. But I started to get curious and think, wait, if we're judging all these people for all these things, I wonder what actually impacts them, what actually affects them. And then you hear sometimes like people will vulnerably share what they feel judged for, um, which actually I'm going to share a few in a little bit here. And I've definitely shared loads um, through my time being in the online space. But when you hear people share their judgments, for me, I often find like, oh, that's what you're insecure about. That's what you're judging yourself about. Because if I were going to judge you, I'd have a whole different set of words to say. And... I mean, that's being really honest and truthful here. Like, none of us want to admit that we judge other people. But it's not about the person judging you at all. 
because every day you're being judged by so many things and some things you're not even going to shake a sweat at. Like it doesn't matter to you, but other things really get at you. So I'm going to share um, some examples that I've had. Um, this, the, it, it honestly feels hard to say even, even though I feel like I, um, I don't notice myself judging people for this anymore, but I know that at the time it kept me paralyzed. I'm going to share how that paralyzation manifested in my life, what it actually looked like. Um, but I judged people for gaining weight and then losing weight and then gaining weight and then losing weight, like kind of this back and forth. Like I felt like, can't you just eat healthy? Or can't you just not? Like, why are you trying to lose weight if you're just going to gain it back? Those are my really, like, quiet judgments that I would have in my mind about other people. I wouldn't say this to other people. Um, This wasn't even something that would really, like, come up in a group of friends, like, chit-chat. This was a deep judgment that I had about other people. I mean, how was I ever expecting myself to lose weight if I was judging other people who lose weight? And I want to preface that by saying I was at a point where I felt really unhealthy in my body, where my joints were hurting, my muscles were hurting. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I was like, I just, I I can't have this much extra weight on my body. I need to release some of it. But I was judging people who did that. And until I got really honest with myself that actually the story of maybe, maybe I will lose weight and maybe I'll gain some back, which let me jump ahead and say I have, I lost a good chunk, like a significant chunk of weight and I gained back about half of it. And this is over years, like quite a few years, but this version of me today is who I judged previously. And that judgment was preventing me from even releasing weight in the first place. I might as well just not try. Now I look at people and go, our bodies are meant to fluctuate. Like I fully believe that. I know um, some people are very firm on our bodies are meant to stay the same size. I'm not telling you what to believe here. I'm saying for me and my experience, my body's meant to fluctuate and maybe not fluctuate as much as it had been in my initial kind of where I was to where I ended up. But I think my body is meant to fluctuate into slightly different sizes, slightly different shapes. Um lots of different ways of being and ways of living. Sometimes I love exercising. Sometimes I'm more sedentary. Sometimes I love eating like raw, nutritious food. Sometimes I love eating carb heavy, hot, like cheesy food. For me, I found fluctuation works, but I was judging other people for fluctuation with their weight in the past. Um, Another thing that I have judged people for, and actually recently I had a friend call me this, and my reaction was significantly different. So I feel like I have done some solid effort on my healing journey with this wound, but the word influencer, I felt like, oh my God, anyone who's an influencer, like I just judge. Like, you just want people to be looking at you. You just want to put yourself out there. What are you even influencing? What gives you the right to influence? 
Like, how is it even safe to be influencing people? Like you're recognizing that you're an influencer and that you're influencing the thoughts and perspectives of other people. Like, oh my gosh, that is a huge responsibility. And you're just doing that and showing what shoes you got. (sighs) I judged a lot. And the other day I was talking to a friend and I said something about like the um, connections that I have in the online space, primarily through DMs and stuff. And um, he doesn't follow my Instagram and he said, oh yeah, you're influencer. And he said, oh, sorry, sorry. Is that not a good word? And I kind of laughed and thought, you know what? I would have been so triggered and irritated from that word previously, but now it's, it's a word. I don't hold that attachment because I am no longer judging other people who are influencers. Now, I also don't classify myself as an influencer. This was just an example of I do feel like I hold a platform where I share my opinion and perspective and have the potential to influence other people on their ways of thinking. And I take that incredibly seriously. And integrity is one of my highest priorities. But I'm also a very big firm believer in giving you the tools to decide what's right for you. And I think I um, say that in almost every single episode. So I'm kind of in this gray period, but at the end of the day, I don't necessarily feel that I identify with being an influencer, but I don't feel the maybe similar characteristics or qualities that I would share with an influencer. I no longer feel the judgment towards others for doing those things, and I don't feel judgment towards myself for doing those things. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. And I feel like I'm looking at this from the perspective of my greatest self who's saying, yes, Stephanie, you have this platform and you have the potential to maybe influence people in a way that's not helpful or beneficial. But you also have this platform and ability to share big messages, to help people get thinking and get curious, to help people align with tools, processes, ways of thinking, communities, other people who are wanting to live life on purpose, deepen their intuition, and really make life meaningful for them. I have the opportunity to relay my stories and to be an expander and to show you that these things are possible and to help break down helpful things that I found along the way. My voice of ego says being an influencer is shallow, that it's a lot of responsibility and that my voice doesn't matter and people shouldn't do what I say. My highest self says I have something big and meaningful to share. And I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm not telling you that you need to do it my way. I'm telling you, here are some experiences. Here are some things. Make meaning of it in a way that is helpful for you and take it and run. So hopefully is hearing those kind of two voices in my head, my greatest self and my ego, hearing those different perspectives with that one example of influencer makes some sense for you. And hopefully you can start to see how this is applicable in your life. At the end of the day, what we feel judged about is a huge clue into what we still need to heal. Healing is like a revolving door. It's like we start we work through it. Maybe we come to a place where we've like, quote, healed it. 
and then it pops up again. We work through it, we quote heal it, and it pops up again. And every time we feel judged, it's either a wide open wound that we have yet to heal, or it's maybe a scabbed over, scarred over wound that we've healed in the past, but maybe this judgment just got really deep into that wound regardless, maybe opened it up again, um, maybe irritated it, maybe nicked it, maybe just gave it enough attention where we had to go, okay, I want to work on this again. I want to focus on this again. And this is what's going to move me forward. I think lots of times, like when I was starting, even, even up until recently, like on a healing journey, I'm like, okay, what's next? What am I healing next? And it's almost like I'm expecting someone to give me a book with like 125 things to heal. And then I just pick one and then I just heal it. No, what makes a lot more sense is to look and go, what's hurting me? Where am I struggling? Where are my wounds? And when we feel our wounds, that's a clue to where we can go to heal next. So judgments, when we feel judge, especially if it feels paralyzing, that tells us we have a wound that we can heal. And I said a wound, I um, implied that somebody I know had a wound the other day and they took it quite personally um, and offended and I had to clarify. So I want to clarify here in case you're hearing this and going, I don't have a wound. Nobody stabbed me. I'm fine. There's no reason that I feel this way. Whatever your story is, your ego's trying to keep you safe. I get it. A wound is anything conscious or subconscious that impacted our nervous system and left a response. So that's pretty vague, but essentially what it is is our nervous system responds now when that wound gets poked, our nervous system gets like, no, no, I don't like this. This hurt last time. This is a sore, sensitive subject. This is not what I want to be looked at. I don't want light on it. I don't want anyone touching it. I don't want anyone near this area. And like I'm physically holding actually the right side of my abdomen, like upper quadrant right now. And so you can picture like where on your body would this wound be? When you feel that judgment, do you feel it like over your heart space? Like where does it feel in your body can help you tune into more details about that wound and more details about what it means and how to heal it which I kind of just brought in like a very deep layer (laughs) that I could talk about for so long. I'm going to leave it there. Message me if you have questions about that piece. Um, You can find me on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore. Okay, so my next question for you here is who do you judge for doing what you feel judged for? So you've recognized that you feel judged for something. Okay. Who are you judging? for doing what you feel judged for. And if you're saying nobody, you got a lot of work to do, my friend. Because every time we point our finger at somebody else and judge them for something, I want you to take your hand right now and point your finger out like there's someone in front of you and you're judging them. Look at how many fingers are pointing back at you. I have three pointing back at me. I have my one finger pointing out, my thumb kind of looped over, and three fingers pointing back at me. Because when we judge people, it has nothing to do with other people and everything to do with us. When we feel judged, it has nothing to do with other people and everything to do with us. 
And that's kind of a double-edged sword. While that is really harsh and really painful and really uncomfortable, it's also really empowering because that means you always have control. It's not what somebody else does or says or is about you. It's all about you. It's all about why are you judging somebody for that and how are you judging yourself for the same thing? It's all about why do you feel so paralyzed by that judgment? Not why is somebody else judging you for that? That's their stuff to work through. Your stuff is why did that one hit you so hard? For example, if somebody judged me today for being... Let me just, let me, let me get a good one going. For if somebody judged me for being too joyful today, I would literally laugh and probably have more joy <laughs> and be like, whatever, like there's zero sweat off my back. But I'll tell you right now, I'm standing here in a robe recording this uh, episode And I have not shaved my legs in a very long time. And something I don't talk about very often or at all is my insecurity with the, uh, my leg hairs are like thick and dark. And of course, that's because I have judged other people for the same thing. And I feel super insecure about it. So if somebody came into me, my house right now and started laughing at my leg hair and judging me for my leg hair, I would feel really upset. And that's because I have a lot of healing to do with that. Um, I've done a few layers, but I still notice when, like I've got to a point a few times where I've gone, okay, that was some good work, Stephanie. We found where that one stemmed from. And then someone's made a comment about my hair and it's, it, it hurts. So I know there's more layers to go to. I know there's more there. Um, so that's an example for you. It doesn't hurt the same way. It doesn't sting the same way when people judge us for things that we are not also judging ourselves for. That's why it's a clue into what we can heal. So we have to get honest with ourselves. And specifically get honest with our greatest self, with our highest self, with our best self, with the voice of our spirit, our soul, the version of us that is not our ego. If we can see those in two parts, the ego and our greatest self, we need to get in touch with our greatest self. We're in touch with our ego. Our ego is like, whoa, whoa, this is danger territory. We need to intentionally get in touch with our greatest self so that we can make an informed decision with who's driving. And you just heard from me, like I have not healed all my judgments. I'm being quite vulnerable and honest here and sharing like a wound that I'm still working on and healing and things that I've judged other people for in the past and all these experiences, like they're, they're hard to talk about. But judgment is such a natural part of our life, and not that it shouldn't be, but I think it needs to be more intentional. I think judgments can be helpful for safety. Like we talk about that voice of ego keeping us safe. Maybe I'm walking down an alley and, you know, maybe I do judge that shadowy figure in the corner standing there with what looks like a pointy object in their hand and I run. Maybe that's a time that listening to my voice of ego and that judgment 
was good and beneficial and it kept me safe. But there's times when it doesn't keep me safe. There's times when, like I was talking about the judgment about influencer, like am I judging myself for sharing on the platforms that I've created? Will that keep me paralyzed? Will that stop me from actually sharing what I feel very called to share? That's a time when I had to get honest with myself and go, you know what? I choose to not listen to the voice of fear. And it's not going to be just that simple, um, but it is a choice. I find Reiki helpful. I find meditation helpful. I find prayer helpful. I find community helpful. I find personal growth helpful. I find mindset work helpful. I find having these honest conversations with myself really helpful. I find keeping moving forward really helpful. There's loads of things that are really helpful. But we have to get honest with ourselves. That's today's episode. I'd be super curious to hear which voice you feel you listen to the most. Do you feel like you have this ability to hear your greatest self and your ego? Or is this something you're going to start working on, start looking into? I'd love to hear. So come shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore. And I would love to hear from you. Thanks for coming. See you next time. And may God bless you. Mwah.